From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again with another episode of the Power Move, the podcast where we try to make you better, try to make us better. I don't know. I I got to be honest, John, that comfortable. What was it? That intro song kind of slaps when you really listen to that. Does it? Yeah. It just... It's designed nice to get the crowd going. Designed to get the crowd going. That's what it's designed for. Can we, yeah, that's oh, it. That's pretty nice. Can your uh, can Cole, your band Cole, do this? I, I'm not. Even, oh my god! Could you cover the power moves? Could you do a that's cover? That's a great question. It's like Inception at some point. <laughs> he's complete. He's completely hijacked the, the podcast already. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, to the left of me, the Bulgarian mongoose Colt Amadan. What's going on, guys? Uh, across from me, the counselor, Chris Connell. Counselor. How are you guys? And I am, of course, your host, John Gafford, who has a host loose is a, uh, a loosed phrase. Cause as you can see, I have no control over what Colt does. Just none. Just, Tell me just that none. having a concert with Chris doing a cover of this wouldn't be amazing. It, it, it would be amazing. I'm not going to lie. Bring in, bring in my guitar and do an acoustic set of it while we're doing <laughs> it. Oh, exception. Just, I could just have play been it. Valentine's uh, gift for everybody. <laughs> you know what? That's positive thinking. I think that's positive thinking, and it is. And today on the podcast, what we're going to talk about is negative thinking, how to escape it, how to get through it. There's a guy named Derek Howell that wrote a book called Eliminate Negative Thinking, and I I went through it this week because I got to tell you, man, sometimes I start to feel a little overwhelmed. I start to feel like I'm getting too much of the input, too much stimulus, if you will, and I find myself like... As it comes down social media, just this constant bombardment of feeling like, man, I'm not doing enough. I got to go faster. I got to move quicker. I got to do this. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And those feelings quickly develop and change into thoughts of, I'm not doing enough. And it's, it's funny how quickly it goes from, I need to do more to, I'm not doing enough, or I'm oh, not where I need right. to be, and I'm not there. And how quickly that negative thinking can just creep on in, creep in on you. Oh, I got a, I got a weird one this week. What's that? So... I told you guys about that situation I'm involved in where I busted another lawyer stealing money. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'm out there effectively doing what I'm morally, legally obliged to do ethically from a state bar point of view. I I raised it with the court. I said, this is what I found. You know, it was in one of my cases. There was an order giving the wrong person money, and I raised the case. This this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. And the judge was very troubled by it, had a hearing. The other attorney hired an attorney to represent him, and he pled the fifth. Oh, the whole way. Wow. Put the fifth on everything because he's wow. dead to rights. Yeah. And so everyone's calling me newspaper reporters, state bar, state bar judges, other lawyers are saying, hey, great job. We need these people out of our profession, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I got a text from a friend yesterday and it said, hey, they're like lighting you up on the law blog. There's like a gossip law website, just stuff that comes up, lawyers, gossip and they blog. post anonymous stuff. Yeah. So he showed me two things, and one was, oh, do we believe who's this guy? You know, I know this other guy. He's been around for a long time. Do we, which pony would you bet on, like this guy or this guy? And normally, How about would, not the guy pl- not pleading the yeah, fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. I mean, that's the guy. Yeah, so, and so, so it's just talk about negative thinking. And then another person said something, oh, this, this, uh, this guy better be careful what he's doing because I was in court a year ago, and there was some case he said he represented somebody and he didn't or something. So normally I would let it go, but that's a direct shot. Oh, yeah, it does. And I knew which case he was talking about, and dead to rights, I'm like, that is a misstatement of facts, so I get on there. 
and I put my name in it. Usually it's anonymous. Oh, I put my you? name and I said, hey, you're talking to me. So first off, here's the case number. If you want to talk about stuff and yeah. use my name in any breath, here's the information. Here are the facts. Go look it up. Second, I don't care what pony you want to bet on. Just go watch the video and then you tell me because it's all public because somebody came in and taped it. It was so publicized. And then somebody else was like, what's going on? So, so I explained it. And then two, three people were like, hey, Chris, you don't have to defend yourself with anonymous bloggers. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but I do. Because like I'm affected by that kind of negativity. Because comment. Because it's so easy to take shots and add negativity I, to the world, I, right? I, I, I got I to tell, tell you, I, I, nothing you're saying surprises me. Because one of the strangest things, in, in, in the day and age now of social media, it's <clears> so <throat> odd to even mention this. But if you think about a time before everybody had 140 characters yeah, to, to just spew out whatever they wanted, eggs that take shots every time them. everybody had in their phone to take a picture and comment on every single thing that ever happened to them, there was a time before that. And mm -hmm. there was really only the, the, the burgeoning, you know, the beginning of the internet stuff when, with, were blogs, were right. chat blogs, chat places where you could chat and discuss, much like your legal right. place. Right. And so before all this, and man, when I was on The Apprentice, Watching thousands of people talk about me was, <laughs> it was a hole that you go, I don't care who, you yeah, just go down just, the hole. You don't, but but this is like a legal thing. This is like yeah. a professional thing. Oh yeah. Like, don't you ever say, I, I, I walked the line. I am, I'm above well, board. No, but, but it, no, but, but see, I'm going to argue that it was not a thing because keep in mind, you're gambling your reputation when you're on, it wasn't survivor where we're trying to, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. bounce oh, coconuts sure. on our head. This was. You're, you were gambling with your, with your survival. Just yeah, it would have been. You, but you're gambling with, well, you would have won because you would have eaten everybody. There's no question. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Burnett would yeah. be like. He just would have been like, I could kill people, right? That's how, that's how this it, works. I can eat you. Well, it says survivor. I signed <laughs> up for survivor. survivor. You're that's implying that people don't survive. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. But yeah, dude, it was in when, when things were good, it was fascinating. When they were bad, like I felt the need to go on there and defend myself. Okay. Like, no, you, you didn't see behind know. the scenes or whatever. Yeah. So I mean it was limited to small amount of things, but it was a shot at me and I had yeah. the, I had the evidence to be like, that's not what happened. Yeah. Here you go. Here's signed things from the people you're claiming. I'm like, I can't get into it because that's attorney client privilege stuff. Right. Yeah. But but Trust me, if anything had gone wrong, I'm sure I would have heard about it. Did you at it. least use the phrase keyboard tough guy? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying yeah. to be like, I wasn't trying to get a fight so that people can escalate it because that's what anonymous people do. Sure. But then the, one of the person that I took a shot at comment commented back. And they're like, okay, I, actually, I appreciate that you saying that. I did see that you only said you represented one of the parties. You could have said both and you didn't. That's very above board. But just, you know, just think about that. You know, nobody wants to be tried in the court of public opinion. And I said, yeah, but I didn't do anything. Yeah. Right? There's nothing yeah. to try me on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I had to do. So I was put in a position. I'm just carrying out. Yeah. The day, the day I steal money from yeah. people, you can hang me the, up from the highest tree. Shots. And and yeah. there'll be maybe a time I fuck up or I do something. Oh, I missed a deadline. Out. You know, it happens. You're human. Mistakes. It's not that making a mistake is a problem. It's what do you do about your mistakes that you've made, mm. right? Well, I'm doing fraud's not a mistake. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I'm not saying yeah. that. You know, there's times when I could have yeah, maybe made a different knows. strategic decision. You could say, I saw this guy up doing a deposition. He was like a bumbling asshole. He tripped over his questions. He wasn't prepared. Yeah. Right? Those things happen, right? It's how do you recover? Do you have the character to face it? Do you have the character to admit it? Yeah. Well, well you not, know, go ahead, Colt. I was going to say, I think you have to step in 
when it can affect your business and your personal life, yeah. right? I'm, like if somebody's sitting there saying, hey, you're ugly, who gives a shit? Yeah. If someone's like, yeah, hey, I'm sleeping it. with your husband and it's not, well, you better say, I need to step in on this. Yeah. Or yeah. if it's going to affect my money. I don't think your money, husband would cheat on you. No, he yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, he's pretty he's protective. Me without my shirt on, it's amazing. <laughs> me and Chris uh, decided we'd be the most amazing power couple Oh, yeah. at your party. No, I don't think because you can't Cursed. share clothing. Cursed. You can't share if, do two different closets. If you're gonna be gay, you've got to have at least same, same same size person. No, I don't so want anyone. I don't want to share clothes. No, we really? don't. No, you don't, don't see. Yeah, that's like to me one of the perks. That's anything. a huge. Perk. You have your great clothes. Yeah. You know, some great clothes. That'd be a huge perk of the swap of the clothes. I'm not saying no, but you can share watches. You can do well. That's a good there point. There you go. Yeah, you, know, you can the but. stuff that man. You know, I could, and we certainly, if it was uh, Gordon's kid, couldn't share shoes together. <laughs> Dude, I, called, I wanted to make I a comment I called, when he walked into the party, and I'm like, "Don't I, do it." I called Eric. I called Eric when they were skiing last week, and she said, <laughs> "For those of you who listeners don't know, our friend's son, we discovered recently, has a size nine. He's a grown man, and he has a size yeah. nine shoe. He's a wonderful kid. Yeah, we he's just, a wonderful it's kid. just funny because John was just <laughs> apoplectic, like he yeah. just couldn't believe he has a size nine shoe. I, I called Eric <laughs> mid ski vacation. I could tell when I caught him, it was after a couple pops. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I got some really important question. Call me back. I got some really important for you. <laughs> I said, what's up, bro? What's up, man? What's going on? I said, hey, man, I got an important question. Did you tell me the truth? He said, what's going on? I said, do they have size nine ski boots or you just got to get a 10 and shove some Kleenex <laughs> in the end of it? <laughs> Put a little sock in the bottom. <laughs> oh, Kleenex. Uh, and he goes, I don't know, but I'm going to go ask right now. Oh, you're messed oh, up. Man. He's, a, he's a sweetheart. Of he's a, kid a sweet too, kid. So just... Anyway, but... uh but, but yeah, you know, I had a situation this week where we had to kind of put our chest out a little bit too. Yeah. It's so funny the stuff that our competitors will glom onto. So it got back to us that on a regular, regular basis, our competitors have now decided to use the fact that Gavin and I were no longer the brokers of Simply Vegas. And we were just the owners to tell people that we no longer cared about the company, which was ludicrous on, on so many different levels. Right. And the fact that, you know, yeah, something I spent 13 years of my life building. I'm just, I don't care about it anymore. And that you're here every day for. And then I'm here every day in the building that my office is literally in a glass box in the middle of the lobby. Same like, where it was. Like I'm on display, right? I answered just many questions. So yeah, we had a situation where, where that had come up and one of our brokers uh, needed some family time. Unfortunately, he had some bad stuff happen with his family. So he needs to focus on that. So rather than go hire somebody else, me and Gavin talked about it. And we're like, let's just take away the talking point. We'll just step back in and be in the brokers. Who cares? You know, we're already, we still we do the work anyway. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Let's just step back in and remove that talking point. But I found myself really questioning later: Did I do that because I genuinely love the job, which I do it anyway, and I do like the job, or do I do it just to silence the haters? And, and it's like, we, you know, which side of that coin is the right side, and which side is okay? And if, is there a side of it's not okay? I, I'd answer for you. It's. It, Life is about marketing. Sometimes you sometimes you have to make there's this balance, right? Do you post your supercar online and be like, look how successful I am? Or do you go the humble route and say, you know, and just ignore it? Do yeah. you step into a position? Because people don't know what that means, by the way. A lot of people will that listen to this, but a lot of people won't. What that means to be a broker. That just means you're the licensed, you know, person that the things funnel through. Right? Well, it's more of an administrative position it than it is it, it a is. leadership position. It, it, it is because the, the leadership changed. never the leadership never changed. Never. No, I, that that to me would be like a really silly like is a professional realtor. It, I'm a realtor. It, I'm a, here's 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 the point. We talked about this last time when we were talking about like simply Vegas finishing with is the number one busiest office in the MLS. That's great, but there's only one way to go but down. And when you're the guy on top, everybody wants to take their pot shots. Sure. 
And it just, it's amazing. It's kind of one of those things where I just, I didn't like the optics of hearing that, 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 that bullshit was being perpetuated by other people. I didn't like the hearing it. So it was just easier just to take it off the table rather and than I fight think, it. Just I take think it if you wouldn't have done it if it had hurt your guys's business, right? Like nothing changed. You guys yeah, have I, always had your phones out there. If you have questions, call me or Gavin, right? Like, yeah. So nothing changed. It's, pretty, it's, it's just a, an it's silencing a hater for it's administrative yeah, though it's, it really is I mean, it, it would be like if saying um uh, chris connell isn't the secretary of his own llc or right yeah well we we kept we you know one of the one of the brokers is staying on his corporate broker that can do all the signing and stuff and all the all the all the administrative work you know i think the biggest change the biggest change is 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 our names are going back on the mls where people can see them on all the oh. listings. I think I mean, that's, that's probably big, good. That's the big difference. It's probably good. So who cares? It just is what it is, but it's just so funny to me. What did you come up with? What was your nothing? We're just going no, back on. No, you said, am I doing this to silence the haters? Or am I, doing I, I don't know. I, I don't just know. Haven't. I, I, cause the problem was I, I thought about it for a while. And I'm like, am I doing this because I want to do it? Or am I doing it because I'm, I'm feel boxed in a corner to do it by the haters. And then I decided that it didn't really matter which side of the coin it was because it can be it. both sides. It can be both sides. Uh -huh. That's a thing. And it was, but again, let's talk about negative thinking because you know, I started this out and, and I'm that guy that again, I get sucked into the, you know, you know, now there's AI. So I need to learn everything about AI and I got to do this oh, yeah. and I got to do that. And I can do this and we got to get this, you know, buying houses and just, just, just everything gets going and you just, I, I end up doing so many things and I get overwhelmed and that overwhelming always almost turns into negative thought. Right. Like, I don't know how this, you know, like you see other people that are doing things well and you're like, I don't know how they're doing this. Right. I don't know how they're pulling that. Like, how does this person pulling this shit off? Mm -hmm. When in reality, that is the worst thing you can do. You've just got to focus on what you're doing every day and put one foot in front of the other every day as you, as you can go along. Right. Like own, Seneca. Own race, yeah. Well, not only that, but like Seneca said, like what the definition of true wealth is not the man that has the most. It's the man that wants the least. Yep. So that's where I get kind of tangled up in this. So whenever, you know, luckily for you guys, when I have some sort of personal crisis or feel myself slipping in a direction, I always go right to the books, man. I go right orange to mocha frappuccino. That's no, exactly no. right. No, I go, <laughs> I go right to where I can find a book that's going to help me on this. And this week, like I said, is as a book called eliminate negative thinking by Derek Howell. And uh, it's, it's pretty good, man. It's, and it talks a lot in bullet points, which I like in which we can kind of hit some of these things, but to get started, I think it's necessary to define negative thinking right? What is negative thinking? It is a way of thinking in which you exclusively see the negative side of situations, people, events, or even yourself. Negative thinkers often have low self-esteem and lack confidence because they tend to focus on things they don't like about themselves. Now, again, I think it's not necessarily low self-esteem people are, 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 I disagree with them a little bit on this point, are negative thinkers. I think the negative thinking brings about low self-esteem. It brings sure. about self-doubt. It's the result of those things. So, so here's the funny thing about that. There is a time in your life where you need to examine the negatives. 100%. He talks about that. Yeah. And, and we're going to get there. It's not, it can't always be sunshine and rainbows. No. no, it's just the other side of a coin, right? Like when you do a SWOT analysis, mm -hmm. what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? People say, oh, you can't focus on your weaknesses. It's like, that's what I want to improve. Yeah. You got to know. Like, of course, you, I got to know. You got to have you know, a real understanding of what's negative about the situation. So to do an honest, you know, self aware, accounting of those things you have to be able to understand the negative but not to just dwell on it solely because you might yep. not be able to change your weakness but you can yeah. hire your weakness just figure a way around it. yeah hire your weakness so. you can you can definitely hire through it or, or, or mask it but here's some cool stuff that i thought we're just talking about 
things you need to do when you slip into that mode of having a lot of negative thoughts, of, of getting that perpetuating, that, dot, that boulder rolling down the hill of negativity. And the first one is clearing your mind. It's finding a time every day to clear your mind. Just to just to meditate, and I struggle with this. Are you a meditator? You know, it's it's on my again list of on things list. to get better at. Now I do do hot yoga once in a while, where I do find myself focusing on the moment. Is that just you on OnlyFans, or is that an actual class? No, I was it say, is. How do I sign up for that? How do I sign up to watch this? Can we get? Can you? Can, maybe some OnlyFans. You know, maybe some maybe some content creators in the room, but you wouldn't know because you're focusing on yourself. Yeah, you know, and it's in a difficult situation. It's hot. You're doing difficult things and hard poses and it's in those moments where i do find a lot of clarity and my mind will i'll be thinking about something and then I'll, I'll kind of ease off it and start thinking about nothing intentionally i guess that's meditation but not enough it, it is i you know i i've it's again on my list as well and i've tried it with some apps and i've had yeah. I've had a little little success with the apps where like there's a couple where like i'll do the thing and it says it's like eight or nine minute long meditation yeah. and it feels like it's 30 seconds and you're like whoa that was really weird that 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 went by that quick and it was it was good. So you guys not I, start your mornings. Like how do you? Because I start, do I start in a half hour of nothing, just staring out a window with my coffee. Oh God, that sounds lovely. No, I, I probably um, I get up and I go do sports. Yeah. I listen to sports talk radio. That's kind of my meditation. Is it because there's just no, to zone out? I've been wondering why I like sports so much. I've, mm -hmm. I've developed a, a love and appreciation for sports. The more I get, the older I get. Yeah, and I think it's because there are no actual consequences to me about any of it. It's a consequence-free indulgence, right? I can get interested in things. I can have opinions. I can have all this without any consequence to anyone. See, this is why you'll never be a, a Philly fan, ever. Because no. you got you know you got to bleed for that shit. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lose no, a few teeth. Speak, speaking of which, I'm going to sign part back. It might go. To, you, you had people at your house for a Super yeah. Bowl, yeah? yeah. I ended up just walking up the street to uh, Steve Arcanis, Steve Arcanis place, and he is a diehard Eagles fan. Oh, I'm sorry, and dude. <laughs> you should have seen this party, right? He had like the printouts made with the Fly Eagles Fly song on it. Yeah. He flew a dude in from Philadelphia. He flew a guy in from Philly to cook cheesesteaks in his backyard. And if like if you went to AI and said, AI, draw me a picture of a Philadelphia Phillies fan cooking cheesesteaks. It would have spit this guy was, out. I mean, yeah, this, he was prototype. like a big overtype, overset, heavyset guy with red curly hair and a red beard and a red and white striped headband back there cooking up. You want Wiz? You want Wiz? Well, yeah. That's a Wiz, problem. yeah. They're yeah, not good. The Wiz is not good on it. I thought the Wiz was good. It's, you do it? They're good. He wasn't going to let me eat it any other way. No, I you can't. The, Wiz. the Philly cheese. I, I like them, uh, I like a little Wiz. He said I had to have nah, the Wiz. Wiz. Anyway, so that's funny. But that, but it, I left before the end of the game, so thank God, because I'm sure it just the mood <laughs> changed. Because <laughs> there were a lot of diehards there. <laughs> Next thing, talking about it. Talking about negative feelings. And I think this is, man, There was a there's a post that went around on social media that I really liked. And it was like, you know, one of those, uh, it wasn't quite into like the lions, not sheep stuff, but it was like a dude like, Hey man, you ever ask a guy if he's okay? And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, man, I'm park. okay. Well, he's not okay. He's a truck guy. Yeah. And he's like, that dude, that dude is not okay. He's going through some shit. Yeah. You need to understand that. And I think that probably this is one of 
not to kumbaya and start hugging anybody, but this is probably one of the places where manly men struggle. Sure. Because we're not supposed to, you know, it's like, what is a comedian? Which comedian was it? Like, I'm fine. Oh, no, it was Bill Burr. And he's like, no, no, I'm just going to say I'm fine until I have a heart attack and yeah, die on the yeah. spot, right? He's That's like, it. the guy asked me if I want a cookie. <laughs> yes. said, no. You don't get to ask me that. I'm a, he's like, and, and the thing is, I wanted a cookie. And it's all this hate built up over time. Yeah, you don't do that. No, not at all. That's but funny. talking about, man, if, if you're having negative feelings, this is like, again, I think one of those situations where it's important to have a mentor. It's important to have a confidant. It's important to have somebody that you can, you can drop this stuff on. I don't think it should be your spouse. No. You know, it's funny. I, I like that you brought that up. I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but one of the absolute favorite things about my relationship, mm -hmm. hands down, bar none, is the fact that my wife and I have no desire to talk shit about people that are like our friends. Mm -hmm. You know how many couples sit there and go, Oh, you know, just, oh, just chirp fat asses and chirp, kind of chirp, chirp their people in their circle or yeah. even even associates or whatever. Nobody. Like it just doesn't happen. And I noticed that like a couple of years ago, I, I go, that's interesting that we don't dislike any of our friends. Like you yeah. know how you know how there's just the inevitability someone gets lumped in and you're just like fuck that guy, but he gets you know, he's around and you don't want to be around that guy. But oh, like, yeah. that helps so much to be with somebody that isn't feeding into your own negative thought loops about your situation. Well, I think, you know what it is, man? And I got to tell you, let me ask you this. I bet by you saying that, I bet your wife doesn't watch any of the garbage, like none. housewife. She watches none of it. None of that. None, none of the, it. none of the housewife, none of the, none of the fucking the fatties, the, the Kardashians, whatever. People watch that shit just to hate on those people. Yep. Nothing. There's no enjoyment there. They're just watching it so they can hate on them. Yeah, that's wild. And yeah, so that is that's wild. I'm telling you, you, you tell me that. I already. She doesn't. Know. Yeah, I, I don't either. And that goes back to what you feed your brain. I mean, I already know what, what you feed your what you feed this is going to come out of inputs, this. Inputs, outputs. It's going to come straight out. So yeah, I dig that. But what do you think about that? About not talking I about agree. your negative thoughts to your spouse? What do you think about that? You know, I there's a part of me, and this is going to sound funny too. When I was younger, I used to sit there and think, I want my wife. You know, you have a prototype wife, right? When you're single or you're whatever. My wife, I want her to be this, this, this. And one of them was, you know, deeply political and opinionated because I like that. You think, well, that's the person I'm going to be around. I'd like to sit there and get in arguments with my wife. That's how dumb I was when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, no. Because I thought it would be great. Oh, she's right, so fun, smart yeah. into this or whatever. Yeah. What you need is someone who's intelligent that you won't ever lose respect for. Yep. Right? But who doesn't give a shit about politics, about any of that negativity stuff. Right. Right? Because I can argue politics with you. I can argue politics. But, with you. But it, I have friends I can do that with. I don't need to go home into my sanctuary. But let me ask you a question. Pollute it with but negativity. Let, but let me ask you. But let me ask you a question. I'm talking about voicing your negative, self-limiting thoughts to your spouse. To me, to me, I think it upsets the apple cart a little bit of yeah. the dynamic of what's supposed to be going on in the home. I agree. And that's why, like, I want my wife to look at me like I'm fucking Superman. 100%. That's what I want. I don't want her. I don't want her to know that today I don't feel like I'm enough. I don't, I don't need her healing here. Yeah. That. You know, that's probably the wrong attitude, but I have that too. Is it? Yeah. I, think see, it's I, the wrong I don't know attitude. if it's right. I think it's wrong. I don't, I, I just I do don't think, think you want to stress. Let's, 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 right? let's, let's, let's let Colt be the decision no, maker on this. Like, I, I totally agree. So like I have a, another business that I have partnerships and I talk with my wife about it and she finally goes, you got to stop. Like <laughs> I can't deal with it. It's too much. Right. That negativity. And it wasn't negative. It was just like, problems. how do I, these problems, you know, these guys, how could I fix this? And she's like, I can't. And I think that it, it's like a real estate deal. People look at how smooth it went. If they knew exactly how many 
big problems there were, but yeah. why go upset somebody that's involved? And yeah. your wife is involved with you day to day. So look for an outside outsider that, you know, you can stress a little for bit. For that reason. Yeah. To, to not disrupt the apple cart, I think is really good. To, yeah. to see, I'm just going to show you 10% of the iceberg. Right. You know, and as long as they're empathetic and know that, hey, there's all this other shit going on, they just don't bring it home. Yeah. That's a sign of like fine strength. But like, I wouldn't also like be emotionally crippled to explain when you're having a bad day you know that's probably better if you're saying i'm having a bad day for x y or z reasons and i don't want to talk to you about it yeah but i just am so you understand i'm not i'm not being distant yeah no 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 i i and i will i will i will let her know if there's issues but i'm never gonna when when you have those moments that are just and they fade they come with the funk or whatever else and the bullshit and you you have those moments of self-doubt i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bring that home to her because again, right. I, I don't, I don't, the last thing I need her doing is saying, hmm, maybe he is a little, little sub. Maybe that's not the the guy that I thought. Maybe he is a little not the, the, the great in this department or whatever. So yeah, I want her again. I always, to tell, me, it feeds me better for if she thinks I'm Superman. Tell, tell me what you guys think about this situation. Okay. You talk about being negative. I was trying to avoid that whole thing. So my daughter, I have my oldest, my youngest, I have full time, obviously. My, my oldest, since she was two and I was in law school, I've had her 50-50. It's week mm-hmm. on, week off with her mom. Worked great. But 100% of her school absences come at her mom's house. 100%. Yeah. Not, not 50%. 100%. 100%. And it affects grades. You can tell because assignments are missing and then it's a whole stressful experience. One of her friends has a kid that had this disease which was ultimately going to end up in death. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them, whatever genetically they made, they had a couple kids that they found out later, there's a guarantee they can't process waste or something. So they, they die. Yeah. So one of the kids died and it was kind of inevitable. And all the other ones I think have, have also passed away. Mm-hmm. But so she didn't go to school. And a part of me was going, well, you've missed a lot of school. It, there's always the excuse. And she said, he was like a brother to me and I'm upset. So I didn't go to school. Mom said I didn't have to go to school. And I'm sitting there going, how do I walk this tightrope? Not be the negative asshole that, because I'm the hard one. I'm the one that pays for tutoring. I'm the mm-hmm. one that pays for club volleyball. I'm the one that tries to promote. No, you got to be responsible. Life, there's, there's hard parts of it. It can't just be every time you come up with conflict, you just get to avoid it by not, by, by not going. So I'm sitting there thinking, and I couldn't come up with a solution. Can I give you an answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I did come up with one. I said, okay, now I want to hear your solution. I, did I, not, I, just I said, don't know if you're asking metaphorically to leave no, 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 your no, solution. No, I, or I, I did, but I don't know if it was right. I don't go know, ahead. whatever. What'd you, what'd you go with? Because I, I, I could tell that whatever I text is going to be negative. I should you call. Can't, you can't text. No, but it, it, was just, it was just a passing thing right. where I didn't want to call and get into it. Okay. So I just said, I understand, honey, it's very hard. I'm very sorry. Um, I'm your dad. I'm, I'm responsible. Like, I need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, and these are the areas that aren't going well. No more absences going forward. Zero. Zero tolerance policy now. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because because you have the, the sniffles, I, you know, all these excuses for why. Oh, I was having heavy, you know, she's 14. She's obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. So it, all that stuff just comes up as an excuse to miss school. And it's just like you just don't want to go. And you know that one of your parents will allow it. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is normal. It's not bad. But it's just now there's a zero tolerance policy. Yeah. That's all I can come up with. This is what I did because we had a similar situation because obviously Hayden was very sick yeah. um, for weeks and we got to a point where he went to several doctors and, you know, it, they're just like, he's just going to get better. He's got to ride it out. And, mm-hmm. and he's, he's not physically ill. He just had this cough that yeah. would just like would not stop cough. Yeah. And it got to, he, lost, he missed a lot of school and exceptional student as it was. And finally I was like, buddy, 
you've got to go to school tomorrow. Like now you're not contagious. You're not going to get anybody else sick. Yep. You, you're just, now you just want to stay home to stay home. Right. At which point it was like, he was kind of looking confused. And I said, look, me and mommy have one job. We got to get you prepared to be an adult. Yes. And I got four more, literally three in it, three years and two months Change, left yeah. to do it is what I got left to do. Three years and two months. If you had a job, if you had, a, if you had, a, if you were employed by someone and you had been out this much, you would have gotten fired. Yeah. And he just looked at me. He's like, well, no, I just would have worked at home. And you forget sometimes when you're a business owner and have the freedom to do whatever we want, as we all do, you forget when your kids see that they don't necessarily plug into how the world works. Mm -hmm. And so then Gidge went through and was like, no, let me explain to you how, like, if let's say you worked at one of the casinos, which he never will, but let's just no. say, hypothetically, you worked at one of the casinos. He's like, you get points. There's no, there's no reason. If you don't show up, you, you get a point. When you get so many points, you get written up. You get so many points after that, you get fired. Yeah. And you would have had enough points this week to get, there's no work at home. Right. Like you just would have gotten fired. You've got to be responsible to you're get yourself up and go. You're not a professional architect yet. <clears throat> no. One day you may be. Right, but now you're not. But when so, you're earning your stripes, yeah. you're there every day. You don't get to do anything. So so I we always lean into, because I find that, <clears throat> and your daughter's probably at the same age. Same age, exactly. Wants to be an adult. Like, wants to be an adult. Wants to wants to be treated as a grown-up. Wants to be treated, you know, wants to be treated. Stretching those boundaries of adolescence into adulthood, right? I only know the half I have her. <clears throat> right, but the point is, I lean. We lean into that and lever that. Mm -hmm. If you lean into it in a way like we do, and you're like, "Look, adults don't act like this. You want to be treated like Mr. Big Man. You've got to act like this. Right. You, you, you don't get them both. Right. You don't. You don't get them both. And when we I, lean, when we lean into that, it seems to work. No, I was going to say, I, <clears throat> I go to my oldest kid. You'd be fired from me for that. Yeah. He screws up on a chore. That's unacceptable. Yeah, I'd fire you. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I've said this. that too. I always, I say that I probably. That in the past. Yeah. I probably say that three times a week to him. I'd fire you if you worked for me for Note that. Yourself, do not hire Colts, son. Yeah. <laughs> no, but just like just no, but like if you say take out the trash, three he takes times out a the week. Trash, that's a lot. And he doesn't put the bag back. Why? Why'd you yeah, half-ass it? It's an incomplete I would fire Maybe that. he yeah, needs you know. some more inclusive management, Colt. Maybe nope. the problem's you, I'm right? A, I'm not a micromanager. What <laughs> so what exactly would you say you do around here in a week, Colt? <laughs> well, <laughs> what would you, you know. say you do? <laughs> so we say, I'm no, missing it. <laughs> but again, yeah, like you said, trying to frame the negative. Because it's obviously a negative situation. It's horrible. Yeah. It's not good. But I, I'm kind of going... This person's not like a brother to you. This person doesn't it's, have like language <laughs> skills because they're very severely... Yeah, you it's, know, it's a convenient an excuse. It's a tough, it's a tough situation because you can't step it over. But you just got to lean into you, you can't you can't lessen her opinion on the severity of I the know, situation. You just got to lean into how the world works. She's entitled to her feelings. <clears throat> You're entitled but, to your feelings, but, but, but also sometimes your feelings don't matter. But the boss wouldn't give a shit about your feelings. That's right. That's, that's the what, point. That's it. I understand I your feelings. Boss doesn't give a shit. They're no. going to be it's adults tough, doing that. You know how many times I call people and they're like, "Oh, my dad just died." All right. Well, sorry. Your, you know, due diligence is up. I got 50 grand of earnest money in two days. We need, we need to sit down and talk. You know, it's like, sorry, life doesn't stop. Right. No. Like, unfortunately it doesn't. <laughs> As a lawyer, no, it does. People say <clears throat> we can work together. We have a lot of latitude. There are very few things. And I've never denied a request to somebody that made the request. Hey, my father's got a funeral. Can I get a two week extension? It's a hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. But that's because we're all professionals at, at a level. Yeah. When I was 21, I had zero flexibility with what I was no. doing. Zero. <clears throat> not 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 1%. No. Zero. 
Well, when contract law states <laughs> something, you like that doesn't stop. You don't go in front of a judge and say, "Oh, I missed my due diligence day," or mm-hmm. "My earnest money's up," and that happens a lot. Unless what, you're pro se in Clark County, because what, you can get away with murder sometimes. When I, when I was when I was in the restaurant business and I was very young and I was working, I just started. I was an assistant manager for this company, and the other assistant manager on like my second day, he called like the area guy came, our area supervisor came in right to the store randomly, un, unannounced. Same day, the other assistant, I'd been there for two days, tried to call in. And this is exactly how it went. Called in, I was like, hello, in the back office. And, and the, and the, and the uh, I don't remember his name, but the area supervisor guy was standing there. And I was, it was uh, Chris was the other manager. And he's like, I'm, and this is all here. I was, he's like, hey, man, I'm really sick. Can you cover for me? I can't come in. I'm like, you need me to work? You need me to cover for you? And the manager heard me say that. And he goes, who is that? And I said, it's Chris. He's really sick. He goes, give me the phone. <clears throat> it's Chris. Hey, Chris. And he said his name, whatever right. his name was. He goes, how you doing, buddy? He goes, oh, you're sick, huh? Doctor said you should stay in bed, huh? Did he say a hospital bed? Oh, great. Okay, cool. We'll see you at 3.30. Click. <laughs> and he looked at me and goes, there's no sick. <laughs> well, it's just, just funny. Like, no, 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 but I don't want to sound extra harsh. So let me, I want to clarify one little thing. This is an important lesson. When you've had 11 absences in the past for bullshit, that time you need the 12th, it's yep. so, so again, so if you don't, this is going to sound dorky, but there was a year of high school I had perfect attendance. I didn't skip. I just always went because I played sports. I wanted to be Nerd. at school. Like my girlfriend <laughs> was there. Nerd. I, Nerd. Nerd alert. <laughs> I won a super Titan award in my high school, bro. I, I, I spent my time doing stuff. Okay. No, but if All you right, earned, Napoleon, what's if next? earned though, right? Sometimes there's, you've earned the right okay. through exceptional Wonder. performance. So if it was the first absence, it's, Take the week. It wouldn't have been an issue. Not an all. issue. But, an issue. but no, no, no. We're now at the 12th, 13th, 14th absence. Well, because that, that's... Okay. You've run out. You don't get... To, your feelings have to take a back seat at some point because of the objective the, measure. The, 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 answer, the, the answer to that, the, the answer to that is the problem is not today. It, that's right. The problem is everything that's happened for the last three months. That is 100% what you so, want to say. It's yeah. like you've used it already. It's not today. It's yeah, not cat's today. got nine lives. You're on 13. Yeah, it's not today. Yeah, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. Um, Other ways to clear negative thinking. Get creative, it says. Use anxiety and frustra- uh, frustration as forces for good by in- channeling them towards creativity. So, I don't know, paint, make death music, metal, something death metal. <laughs> I think a lot of people use that negativity and that anxiety and start working harder and start thinking of other ways, right? <laughs> make, well, make Nirvana. Yeah. Well, I, dude, I immediately thought of Nirvana when I read that. I swear <laughs> to God I did. And I'm like, you know, we all know that I did. So, I didn't think it was good. Let's get back to ones I do agree with. Practice positive affirmations. I do love this. I mean, if you come through my coaching program, one of the first things that I do is you write out all of your negative beliefs, all of the things that are prohibiting you from getting to where you want to be. And then you flip those to an alternate statement. So if you're, if you think you're too old, your, your positive affirmation statement is I am young enough. If you think you don't have enough money, it's I have plenty of money. I have plenty of time. I have everything I want. And that becomes your mantra that you say to yourself every morning. You, you write it on a piece of paper. You stick it to the mirror. It's the first thing you see in, when you wake up, and it's the last thing you see before you go to bed. I'm not old. I'm experienced. I'm experienced. But every day, it's a positive affirmation. Yeah. And I do 100% believe in the power of positive affirmation to change your, your whole thing. If you, if, you are, if you are struggling right now, if you are out there and you're struggling, dude, if you do nothing else you've ever heard on this podcast, figure out what your negative limiting belief is, flip it to the inverse, and then say it to yourself go. in a positive way every single day. 
as much as you can. Straight Stuart Smalley. That's it. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh Done darn it, people, people like people me. Like you. <laughs> it. you guys no. have stuff on your mirror? I have a Sharpie next yeah, to my arm or a dry erase marker. I write on my mirror like my weight coal, right? Like whatever I have going yeah. that I want to see daily, that thing's on my top left of my mirror. Nice. I put that everywhere. That's mm-hmm. smart. That is smart. Just like weighing yourself every day, taking pictures of yourself. Yeah, no, I, I have. Yeah, I have three things on my mirror right now that won't come off until I hit those goals. So every time I see it, nice. <laughs> did you? Does it say somewhere <laughs> on, your, on your mirror? If you find me dead, the Latina did it. Is that? Is that? Does no, it also that, say that's that? in my? Uh, my uh, bank account, or yeah. what is it, bank vault? Yeah, it, it's in different color, and it says underneath, <laughs> yeah. DNR, <laughs> fool. <laughs> DNR. Do not resuscitate. He said DNR. <laughs> anyway, move. Yeah, if you're feeling miles. grumpy, get up and do some activity. I firmly believe the yep. most positive people that I know on this planet are all in great shape. Motion creates emotion. Exactly. Get up, move, get the endorphins going, get that pump going, get that moving. I, I don't know. I mean, how many super fit people do you know that are unhappy? You know a lot of unhappy, yeah. super fit people. Um, super fit, yes, yes, super fit. I, 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 look, I don't mean they like don't abs eat. that are terrible and grumpy because they're just a slave. They okay, eat. I'm not saying a slave to the fitness lifestyle. Okay, how many? Okay, you almost want to flip that. How many very happy people do you see that are very unhealthy? I think. I mean, I think. I don't think unhealthy people are happy. You know, you mean, oh, you're going to go the other inverse of that. And not to be negative, what I'm saying is you can be super fit and so driven mm-hmm. that you're a perfectionist and miserable and nothing's ever good enough. And that's where eating disorders come in. Yeah. That's where steroid abuse comes in. Like all these people, they're trying to achieve something and they're never happy. They're well, never satisfied. Okay, but, but, but again, I don't consider those people healthy. <laughs> okay. Super fit, like healthy, really healthy people. Yeah, healthy people. Goal-oriented people like the Jesse Itzlers of the world. Kind yeah, he's a lunatic. Right. Did you, did you hear what his wife was saying? <laughs> it was a great this was a lovely story you want to talk about this exactly what you're talking what about was it? way to frame it so she's saying she first was starting jesse and they were getting married or whatever we were in their first dating she said she had a podcast or something with george foreman she had to go meet george foreman the boxer she goes my boyfriend i may, I may be butchering this but she goes my boyfriend just ran a super marathon he ran 100 miles in 23 hours george foreman says to her never try to understand that man just love him. <laughs> just do that. That's it. <laughs> just, just that's an exceptional man. That is an except. Like that's one of those people that you know. She's probably like this ultra successful guy and blah blah. Yeah. blah. It's like don't try to understand people like that. Well, you know, it's, you just have to love them. You know, it's just, funny. <laughs> just I, leave them I, alone. I, I saw Jesse Etzer clip this morning talking about super marathons where he said like, look, he goes, people think I ran seven that. minutes. I didn't run that. Three minutes. Seven, seven minutes, minutes run. Three minutes. three minutes walk. I can do seven minute running. Three minute walk forever. forever. I can do that forever. To what? me, mentally, that was easily easily palatable. Could you bite sized pieces? How do you bite eat chunks? That's it, one bite at a time. So was, yeah, was the Foreman grill like one of the greatest inventions ever? <laughs> what is what an awesome yeah? Screw that electricity thing. or you know <laughs> penicillin. AC, yeah, alternating <laughs> current. Yeah, or, George no, yeah. George penicillin. Foreman grill. Jet play, air air Amazing. airplanes. Mosquito netting. Yeah. Right to the George Foreman grill. <laughs> Great invention. Greatest invention ever. Top five. <laughs> top five. Okay, Colt, what are your top five best oh, inventions I ever? I mean, we got to go Snuggie. <laughs> Snuggie was number five. Right into the Snuggie. I like you it. You guys are laughing, so I know I'm you not. never owned a Snuggie, because if you did, you would agree with me. <laughs> I'm not. But Snuggie okay. was amazing. All right. So George Foreman is right. George, number four. George Foreman at four. Okay. Not him, but his grill. His grill. Yeah. Okay. Him yeah. as a boxer. Yeah, whatever. Uh... You know, I would have to say the microwave. The microwave? Yeah. Okay, fair. 
It's a great one. Can you yeah, imagine without a microwave? Nope. Nope. It'd be horrible. Take me now, Lord. Uh, yeah. And then I would have to say uh, the car. Then okay. the hair dryer. Have <laughs> curly hair. The hair dryer. Wow. No penicillin. No, <laughs> like, uh, nope. No, I don't no like anti-malarials. No. No, don't need it. <laughs> nope. Don't need it. Nope. Because then there'd be less people. And, less you know, people. Be, yeah. 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 He's, not, he's, he's anti-penicillin, anti-malarial. Not the cigar cutter? No. I would, I would just Bite chop it off. It off. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. be you a go man. From there. Be a man. All right. John doesn't know anything about that. But. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Keep a gratitude journal. And this is, you mentioned funny, you said how I start my day. This is how I start my day every single day is keeping a gratitude journal. Is every day writing the three things that I'm grateful for every day. I like that. I don't do that. I do, do that. Every day. The Daily yeah. Stoic Journal. I, 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 I got it and I, I write down. It's usually something about that. Every usually day. Something positive. You start your day with gratitude. It's, it's hard to be in a bad mood when you start the day with gratitude. Yeah. I like that a lot. I just write down like my thoughts on my Netflix series that I'm going to write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, he's, Colt's going to pick up Black Mirrors where it left off. If you've ever seen that, he's convinced he can get a, a Netflix pilot deal just by purging his brain onto a page. <laughs> I, he's going to get a dead deal. 100% right. <laughs> he could be. That's a pony I would bet on. <laughs> Telling you, I've already got it. Since we started talking about it 30 minutes ago, I've got the the, the, the whole thing. Just now right. I just need it. Yeah. The storyboard is going to be pretty amazing. Give the ending? Sure. Yep. Can we get a synopsis or do you have to wait? It's going to have to do with AI. Okay. Okay. Government official. Okay. Minority report. Celebrity. Okay. Hunting people on an island. And AI messing with it all. That's all you're getting from me. That's it. See all it, right. It's going to be amazing. Could coming be pretty good. Coming who's to the, the theater near the you. Protagonist. Who's the actor that gets Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. <laughs> he, when he gets it, in. <laughs> you can tell how this ends. By the way, yeah. he gets eaten. <laughs> that's, that's not how it ends. I'm not going to say how it ends. I'll tell it. you off air. Does yeah. he get uh, yeah, eaten by the bees like Nick Cage yeah. in The Wicker Man? Oh my God, that's the worst scene <laughs> in the world. The I Wicker Man. What? Oh, come on. Never saw that. I don't even know what you're talking about. The, oh, mo the, mo the movie that proved that Nick Cage definitely does not read scripts before he agrees to make movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> no way he read How that. have we not hit, had him on the podcast? Yeah, right I, down I find, the street. I find it believable. It is right down the street. We'll start work. We need to work on that. Get him. Get him on. Yeah, try out. to work Nick Cage. Figure that out, Colt. Get us Nick Cage on the podcast. The next one on here says practice deep breathing. I find this interesting. Um, Wim Hof, baby. Yeah, the Wim Hof method has become very popular. And actually now, a uh, friend, of, friend of the show, we'll call her, Dr. Shannon Sperber, um, is a breathwork expert person. And she teaches uh, clinical breathwork. And everybody that's gone through it says it's amazing, mm -hmm. whatever it is. But I, but I heard like it's, uh, there's all kinds of different techniques you can, you Googleize on how to. Uh, Hyperoxygenate. Yeah, draw it in. And I got to tell you, since I started the EWAT training with the oxygen thing it, 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 uh, at home, the mood's been much better. You pump that much oxygen into the body once a day. Because you, uh, you fill it with nitrous. No. <laughs> okay. <there's some laughs> like Wait, it's not supposed to have nitrous in it? No, that's Flying not good. My bad. That's not, that's not how that works. That's no, terrible. But it's, it's scientifically proven that breath work does help with stress and everything like that. So. Mm -hmm. But you know the number one thing that leads to negative thinking? is overthinking it's when the brain is going to the brain is going too fast and too much and uh i find that I, this happens to me when i'm compulsively scrolling you ever find yourself compulsively scrolling when you're on social media and you're just you know 
Of course. This is when the memes are flying high and heavy amongst yeah, yeah. us boys. You're asking me if I'm watching I'm watching <laughs> some Swedish say. ABBA song that turns into death metal courtesy of Conlon. I'm like, what am I watching? You're right welcome. It's <laughs> amazing. Like, what am I watching? Did he send that to you too? No, but no, it sounds that. amazing. Yeah. I'm gonna oh, send it boy. to you. Yeah, German Schlager turned Yeah, turned it's death straight war. ABBA turned into death metal. <laughs> it's so good though. It's it's shout a, it's out, out to there. Electric Callboy. Like. Yeah. <laughs> There's the hint. There it is. But overthinking is something that causes a lot of negative thinking. It's what happens to me, especially when I'm scrolling. So number one, the number one thing you do is become aware that you have that problem. Yep. And understand the triggers. For me, I'm telling you, it's the social media that, that kills me. I got to limit the social media. Everybody it, does. It's, it's so that's the trigger that sends me spiraling so much because it's too much input. It's too much input too fast. We're not designed for that kind of stuff. No. You're not, you're not at all. You're that's, not at all. Uh, that's why our kids are on whole different levels. Yeah. Like their <laughs> attention spans are just off the wall, but I, mine is why I'm laying in bed. That's when I overthink. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm doing stuff, don't overthink. But when I'm laying in bed, it's a freaking Did you ever? You, yeah, but when you close your eyes, I mean, there's a chance. You're not open. Yeah. yeah. There's a chance. This is it. I mean, I would probably be worried about that alarms, too. Find my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> now you can. <laughs> no, but some of people, you know, postulate that it's um, some of that overthinking is, is due to overly critical parenting as you grew up. Mm. So one of the ways that you can help with your own negative thinking is to understand that you are a product of your environment and it's just a normal thing and just to forgive yourself and be kind to yourself. That's the other thing. People are just so awful to themselves sometimes. Yeah. Right? Like you wouldn't hang out with a friend that treated you the way you internalize your voice. Not never. You know, I'm so it's like just yeah, be kind to yourself too. It sounds corny. Well, that's or whatever, what we're, well, we're going to get to that. That was one of the that that actually comes from overcoming worry. But it says, I said overcoming worry. Where was this? We're being more positive. It says practice self love, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it says cultivate cultivate positive <laughs> Not thinking. Not that way, Chris. <laughs> Not that way. <laughs> Not that way. I just that was no, but it just word. it says ways that you can actually affect yourself, yeah. change your thinking. One of them is to. uh to, to, to practice self-love, you got to start learning how to love on yourself a little more. But back to overthinking, um, you know, we talked about the triggers, minimizing the daily input we talked about, accepting your limitations. I think this is something, you know, we can't predict what will happen in the future. It's a natural part of our reality and the fact that we this should be embraced. Acknowledging your limitations and lack of ability to control everything can ease the pressure on yourself and help you to achieve a state of inner peace and acceptance. So, yeah, I mean, you know, accept the things we can't control, you know, Forget the ones we can't. That's probably my biggest mm. issue I have. Yeah. I, I look, she's like, holy cow, you're looking like this. Four different things go wrong. How bad it could it really get? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do that too a lot because I have cases that seem like they're going forever. And every single one of them, I remember stressing out about. And then I'll look back in my closed folders because I have what? to keep yeah. cases for seven years. Every single case that gave me problems is has been resolved and is closed yeah. and whatever. Well, I think... The, the, the step on here that I like the most is where it says interrogate yourself. And it's asking yourself one simple question when it comes, when, when you have it, when you have a negative thought or you have something that creeps in your brain or some overwhelming feeling of, of negativity, I think the best question to ask is, is this feeling useful? And sometimes it is because we have feelings of fight or flight. Sometimes your, your brain is trying to protect you. Sometimes, you know, it's the, it's the, the sixth sense radar going off about a person to try to keep you out of a situation, your, your gut, your visceral instinct. Yep. But ask yourself, is this thought 
useful. And I think if you break it down on terms of that, it's like, is this useful or is this just noise? Is right. it just nonsense? Am I just, am I just, am I just perpetuating some kind of nonsense? Right. Have you seen that diagram where the worry it was like, like reasons, should I worry about this? And it's yes and no. Yeah. It says, can you do something about it? If it's like, no, it's like, stop worrying about it. Yeah. Stop. Yes. You know, do That's something right. about it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like it's literally the end of the rope. Can I, can I, can I do anything about this? No, then stop worrying about it. Well, overcoming, overcoming worry is, is probably in my household. My wife worries about everything. She's, she's a very, has a lot of worry. In mom. Her. She is mom. And I always, you know, my, my phrase that I say to her all the time is don't borrow trouble from tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, we don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where you're at. I mean, it, what's going to happen is going to happen. So you might as well not worry about it until it does. Okay, so wrong. Case sarah, sarah. And I mean, you know, and sometimes that's hard. I yeah, mean, I was going to say that's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. I mean, like with the, with the dog this weekend, you know, it, that was hard. Um, you know, my dog, we he started feeling not well last Friday and uh, we had to take him and, you know, it just wasn't feeling good. We took him to the vet. They looked at him. They said, ah, we think there's kind of a mass on the back of him. And then went to a you know emergency vet that night, and another vet, and back to the, back to the vet on Monday. Turns out he's uh, he's got cancer, and we don't know how bad it is yet. So we had the mass removed from him, but now we have to see how bad it is. And the dog's he's perky. I mean, he's only nine. He's not an old dog, and he's he's fine. And and you know the vet's like, you know, until we know what's going on, we we won't know what's going on. And I've seen dogs like this live with us for three years. You know, it just depends. He's yeah. only nine, so we just don't know. And. You know, it's hard when you have a life situation like that, but I am choosing to uh, assume the best sure. until I hear the worst. That's, That's right. what I'm assuming to do. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. And, and it's, you know, and it's hard when you have stuff like that, but you've got to force yourself to do it. The next one says create a daily worry period, allocating a set amount of time for your <laughs> negative thoughts and keep you to free your mind to perform the rest of the task. So I, I guess think, like, I think that is, yeah. Nonsense. What that? You don't no, like I it? think that. I, how I, do you do that? You I'm, can't even do that. I'm bailing the, on that. That's so dumb. Yeah. For the next 20 minutes. Don't I'm, call me right now. I'm being yeah. fucking shitty. Shit. <laughs> for the next 20 <laughs> minutes, I'm going to wallow in my own self pity. <laughs> I mean, it might be brilliant. I'd have to read the whole paragraph. Maybe he's got I don't know how you want to do that. You can't yeah. turn it on and off like that. I agree. <laughs> right? Like, if you no. could turn it on and off, great. Right? There might be times you need to just go fucking be mad at something for 20 minutes to get off your chest. Yeah, you may be mad. I was driving today. I had to go pick up a check from a client. We had a nice case finalized. You're mad because you made money? That's a good trip. I was going to, it was a great trip. It's a trip I'm very happy about. Yeah. But as I'm driving in that lane that keeps getting cut off, you know the zipper merge and people uh, are supposed to zipper Yeah, you merge. go, I go, you oh go, I go. You God. go, I go, you How go. Annoying. But first off, go pound sand back there when it's an empty lane. You come flying up yeah, and cut I hate front. Yeah, that shit. But even no, no. worse. Technically, that's what you're supposed to do. Fine. You we'll get argue one, that You one. get one car. One car. It's every You other don't car. have the idiot in front of you let 50 cars in in yeah. front of you. That's true. I hate that guy. You are the guy. That, in traffic. Okay, everybody. Okay, fine. Zipper merch. I, I'll, I'll die on this cross that I hate you all because you know goddamn well you could have gotten that line. But fine. Fine. Dude, I'm the guy that waves at you. Last second hitting a barrel. Just boom, right Bam. Just Whatever. Okay. One. But let's say the That's idiot in front of me it. just kept letting people come in. And so I'm just waiting now. I'm oh, yeah. not zipper yeah. merging yeah. either. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. No, it's one. But I'm sitting there and 50 people, I'm sitting there 20 minutes and I just start screaming. I'm like, would you effing, you get one car. It's like a Larry David moment. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. Just, I literally just, okay. 
you're, you're being an asshole. Yeah. Just calm down. Got to breathe through it. Yeah, it'll be fine. You're 10 minutes late to go pick up a check. Yeah. What are you, what are you, why are you mad? Just well, like, well, because you just and, sometimes. And, and if you'd have gotten out six <laughs> minutes early, you could have gotten it hit by a tractor trailer. That's There's right. just no way to know. And so I just oh. was like, just so I grabbed my fingers, like as a joke, being like, yeah, calm down. No way to know. Well, let's wrap this up by, by talking about how to be more positive, <laughs> right? Like be more positive. Hitting barrels. <laughs> yeah, like, hitting God. barrels and doing that shit. Yeah, but if you can. Yeah. No, but, but again, I, I think, you know. Just get one car. One car. For me, you know, what, what, is your, what is your key to having a positive mindset every day? You're going to go last because I'm sure it's going to be magical. But just kinda, be, kinda, just what, being grateful. Just being grateful. I'm, <laughs> the older I get, the more grateful I am. I was talking to my wife about this the other day, and I do have this ton of worry because I'm scared of, because I like what I'm doing. I like who I'm with. I like what's happening in my life. Mm -hmm. And I don't sit there and, and, and worry about what I don't have. I'm very grateful for what I do have. I do have that Seneca-esque understanding that I don't want for anything, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy, but when you get happy, you kind of sometimes want to preserve it, right? Mm -hmm. And you think negative thoughts. Oh God, what if, what if my wife got hit by a bus? I would just be so devastated. I would never recover from it, but she's yeah. here. Right, it's like the whole thing. The glass is already broken. Yeah, you know the glass will break one day. So just appreciate it while it's here. That's the right way to do it. Yeah. So I'm just I try to be grateful when when there's situations where I realize that it could be all done one day for everything. For me, I would say my key to overall happiness is I try to systematize as many monotonous type decisions as I can. Which means You're that like that. My, my morning routine, I eat the same thing every day. I drink the same thing every day. I do the same thing at the same time every day. Everything happens in the same way. And sometimes it is bad because if something goes screwy, like this morning, for example, my Fitbit died. And my chart halfway, like right when I started working out, my Fitbit died. And I was like, oh shit, my steps are going to get screwed up today. They won't, and, and even though I'll know that I got them because I'm still doing everything that I normally do the same way. It won't be counted. It's not going to be in my app. And that spun me a little bit. So word of war warning to everybody, if you're going to systematize your day like that in ways that everything always happens the same. I mean, you look at all these billionaires that wear the same thing every day. That's, and they do I, that. I do too. Yeah, just so they, you know, they don't have to think about it. All those little decisions that tend to clog things up, you want to you want to free up as much of your brain power away from those things as you can. So when the things you do need to think about or the things that do become critical in your decision making you're free to make them. Mm -hmm. that, that's my key to it. So Colt, what but about your you? life is pro that'd be boring. Wake it's, up. It's, no, I no, might no. have orange juice. I might have scotch. I have them almost <laughs> You might have them both. I might have them at the same time. That's a great that's answer. Boring freaking that's life. John has. might have orange juice. I might have scotch. It's something. That's great. I think of all the people I cut off and how much time I save from not getting in the lane a half a mile back, <laughs> like all that stuff. Yeah, that's great. That was a good answer. Right there. No, but I, honestly, like, uh, you know, I saw, I've seen a lot of people die. Um, so anytime I have a bad. <laughs> at uh, your own hand? At my own ass. No, no, <laughs> I, I, I just have, right? I like, don't think we should talk about this. Yeah, I know, right? You're <laughs> my attorney. Just cut, cut, me the off, cut me off. <laughs> no, I, I just, there was like a five-year gap. I saw a, out surfing guy next to me have a heart attack he dies on the beach right in hawaii yeah. i've saw two of my friends get their heads cut off i've seen death right so anytime i'm like holy shit i think you know i still got my family like i almost lost yeah. my kid a couple years ago like i'm like all right cool grateful get off that right like think of all the amazing yeah. shit you have that it could be a lot worse start off with gratitude and start yeah. with gratitude start with gratitude but well, you you're don't... supposed to zipper lane you're supposed to get to the top of the <laughs> barrels guys don't listen to Connell. No, 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 this no. is a reason but we have get, traffic jams around but you town. Get of you. one car. One car. I agree. One car in. I agree. One car per I agree. space. Fine. I agree. I'll live with that. I agree.
All right, everybody. What I'm grateful for is for each and every one of you that take time out of your day to listen to this podcast. Hopefully we help. Make sure that if you're listening to us on YouTube, you hit the like, subscribe, notify button. And if you're listening to us on a podcast app, man, give us that four or five, whatever, how many star it is, review. Cinco Australia. Every little bit does help. And remember, guys, if you're going to keep moving, you might as well move forward. See you next week. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we have, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.